Welcome back to another episode of Swordscape. I'm Brody. Today we're going to be going over college football games and then going over the NFL games and actually picking a college football game because there is one today at 7.30. Um, but we're going to kick things off here with Ohio State and Michigan State. Um, Ohio State playing today without a lot of their coaches, but it was not a problem for them as they beat Michigan State 52 to 12 um on the road Justin Fields 199 yards and two touchdowns uh Sermon 10 carries 112 yards and a touchdown Olave 139 yards and a touchdown and then Michigan State uh didn't really have a great game at all their only scores were a 20 yard run um and then a field goal and a safety so this one was pretty much all ohio state and then we have the next one which was a surprisingly good game between texas a&m and auburn here uh but texas a&m the number five ranked team does manage to get the 31 to 20 win kellen mon two touchdowns um and that was he also had one touchdown on the ground and then from then on out, it was pretty much um, – it was a back-and-forth game. Uh, Texas A&M had a 7-0 lead at the end of the first quarter. Then it was 14-10 Texas A&M at halftime. Then at the end of the third, it was 20-14 Auburn, and then 31-20 Texas A&M. Uh, but now there's a chance where Texas A&M can slip into the college football playoff at the number four spot. Uh, they would need a big blowout from one of the teams in the ACC championship game. They would likely need um, Alabama to beat Florida in the SEC championship game. So, it's possible. Um, I, I, I could see it possibly happening, um, but it's going to be a little bit tough. Um, it's going to be tough, but I could see it happening. Next one here, Rice at Marshall. Uh, and Rice actually pulls off the upset here, 20 to nothing. And this was really just an implosion for Marshall on both sides of the ball. Grant Wells, five interceptions. Brendan Knox, only 76 yards on 20 carries. And then the rest was history. Um, Marshall could not score a single point the entire game. And this one was pretty much all Rice. The next one, TCU at o or Oklahoma State at TCU, um, but TCU does get the win, twenty nine to twenty two. Uh, they had a great second half comeback, down sixteen to seven at the at halftime, and then they came back with three touchdowns in the second half to win twenty nine to twenty two. Um, Sanders for Oklahoma State a touchdown and an interception. Jackson a touchdown. Wallace. Catching a touchdown, and then Duggan, a touchdown and an interception, two touchdowns on the ground, and then Davis, a touchdown reception, and TCU will improve to five and four. The next one is Clemson and Virginia Tech. This one was close through about halftime. Um, Virginia Tech actually had a play with um where they could have tied it up going into the half or at least gotten it back to like a one point game pending the extra point 
but he was stopped at the one um, and they didn't have any timeouts or anything because the time, well, they didn't even, they wouldn't have even been able to use timeouts because the time expired, but they had a chance to have a tie game going into the half, but then the third quarter, Clemson had two touchdowns and then the fourth quarter, Clemson had two touchdowns and that one pretty much salted it away. So now there will be a Clemson-Notre Dame rematch in the ACC championship game. That one certainly going to be interesting now, especially that Trevor Lawrence is on or is in um, for the Tigers here. And it's I'm going to honestly say that I would expect Clemson to win it. Um, but North um, Notre Dame, I do think, can certainly keep it close. Um, but anyways, the next game in North Carolina and West Carolina, and this one was about as close as everybody expected it to be. 49-9, to the final score. Sam Howell, two touchdowns. Carter, three touchdowns on the ground. Um, this one was pretty much a blowout. Um, um, Western Carolina's sole touchdown, the extra point on it was blocked, so that's about a representation of how well this one went for Western Carolina. Um, but North Carolina improves to 7-3, and three, and they will probably climb up in the rankings, probably to about 15, uh, maybe like 14, 15, maybe even, maybe only 1 to 16, um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them jump up a little bit. The next one here is Syracuse at Notre Dame. Um, and this one was all Notre Dame here. 45-21, the final score. Notre Dame gets the win. Ian Book, three touchdowns and an interception. Williams, 110 yards. McKinley, 111 yards and three touchdowns through the air. Ian Book also had a touchdown on the ground, two touchdowns on the ground here in the Notre Dame win. Syracuse falls to one and ten. Notre Dame improves to ten and out. Um, but the next one, Florida at Tennessee. Florida looking to make their case for the college football playoffs, and they are certainly attempting to i think that they did seal their spot in the sec championship game with this one 31 to 19 win over tennessee um kyle trask another heisman like performance 433 yards and four touchdowns um copeland only a carry for 17 yards kyle pitts um he's been a heisman candidate this season seven receptions for 128 yards um, and this one was pretty much all Florida. The next one is Iowa State, West Virginia. Uh, and Iowa State won this one very, very big. 42-6 to um, is the final score. And Iowa State, I do believe, is now going to play in the Big 12 championship game. Um... So they're number nine. They are first in the Big 12, so it would be hard to see them not playing in it. But I do believe that they've clinched a spot in it. Uh, with a win today, Brock Purdy, three touchdowns and 247 yards. Um, And this one, yeah, was basically really all um, Iowa State. Um, it was 35 to nothing until... 
West Virginia finally put three points on the board, and they would only put three more on the board after that, and Iowa State here wins this one. And now we go to the Big Ten, where Indiana plays Wisconsin. Um, Big Ten games have been pretty low scoring this year, um, or at least, like, the ones that are, like, ranked teams playing each other here, um, because... Wisconsin had a loss 17 to 7 to Northwestern and now they have another loss 14 to 6 to Indiana. Um but Indiana's first game without Michael Penix Jr. uh goes just fine here. Total 130 yards and two touchdowns um and Wisconsin only able to put up two field goals and that was not enough to get the win. And Indiana will prove, improve to 6-1. and one. Wisconsin will fall to 2 and 2 here. Um, Iowa and Illinois is the next game. Another Big Ten matchup. Iowa here, though, winning it 35-21. They scored 35 on answer. They were down 14 to nothing um, at the start of the second quarter. Or, like, with 13 minutes left in the second quarter. But then um, five unanswered touchdowns. Um, and then they went up 35 to 14 and then um, all that Illinois was gonna put up after that was a touchdown with 24 seconds to go to make it a 21-35 game. Not good enough and Iowa here will get the win. Um, but the next one here, Tulsa at Navy. This one not very interesting. Tulsa wins it 19 to six and. They will win the game. There's really not much else to say about this one. Um, but the next one here, this one was a great game uh, between Stanford and Washington. Um, but Stanford rides their strong first half here to get the win, 31-26. Washington was starting a little bit of a late comeback, but could not complete it. And with all of that now being said, Stanford will get the win and improve to two and two. Washington will fall to three and one. The next one was probably one of the best games of the year so far. BYU at Coastal Carolina. Um, this one was very, very close and very, very back and forth. Uh, this one was a lot of scoring. Well, not a lot of scoring, but a lot of back and forth scoring. Uh, you will look at the win probability chart here, and it's just going back and forth between uh, navy blue and then coastal green. So, Coastal Carolina though does end up getting the twenty-two to seventeen win. Um, but this game was a lot closer than five points. This game was separated by one yard. That was. BYU had a chance to win it, but were stopped at the one-yard line and then eventually could not get the win and could not get the touchdown that would have gotten them the win. Um, but Coastal Carolina played a great game. Their offense really impressed me and everybody. I thought that BYU's defense was going to hold them to about like 16, 17 points the most. Uh, but then they got to into the 20s, which if your defense played like how Coastal Carolina played against BYU, you're really going 
to have a good chance to beat them. Um, and so Coastal Carolina, though, gets the win. Zach Wilson, a touchdown and an interception. Um, Grayson McCall, only 10 for 15 with 85 yards, but he did have um, – I do believe that he did have a lot of rushing yards. Um, but this one was mostly memorable for Coastal Carolina. He had – 23 carries, 132 yards, and two touchdowns, um, and that was really what got Coastal Carolina to the win. There was really no um, touchdowns here for McCall, but Marable was able to get it done. The next game is now Oregon and Cal here. Oregon looking to survive the rankings, and they are not going to do that. They're number 23 right now. They're going to be dropping a whole lot farther with this loss to Cal, 21-17. Um, uh, this one was really just not Oregon's game at all. Um, they couldn't do anything really on offense except for um, a decent second quarter where they had two touchdowns in within two minutes. But then after that, it was just pretty much nothing for Oregon. Um, and they will take the loss there in that one. Uh, the second, no, third last game of the, or ranked game of the day was Alabama at LSU a week or a year ago. This one was probably the best game of the college football season. Uh, not this time. 55-17, Alabama gets the win. Devonta Smith Eight receptions, 231 yards, and three touchdowns. Najee Harris, three touchdowns. Mac Jones, four through the air. Finley, only a touchdown through the air. Um, and Emory, a touchdown rushing. And this one was really just all Alabama. And they will likely remain number one for the rest of the season unless they take a loss to Florida in the SEC championship game, which could happen. Florida is a great team, and I wouldn't be completely shocked if it did happen. Um, but the next game here, I believe it is Miami at Duke. This one was probably the probably the biggest, one of the biggest blowouts of the day. 48 to nothing. Miami will get the win here. Um, and... Derek King, three touchdowns, Harris, two on the ground, and that was about how close this one went. Um, 48 to nothing, Miami, eight and one, Duke falls to two and eight. And the last game of the night, Baylor at Oklahoma. This was the um, Big 12 championship game a year ago, but Oklahoma will win this one again, 27-14. And so I believe now the Big 12 title game is set with Iowa State-Oklahoma. I think that's also a rematch from when Iowa State won it earlier this year. Spencer Rattler, two touchdowns and interception. Stevenson, a touchdown on the ground. Uh, Charlie Brewer, a touchdown and two interceptions. And that was about how close this one was. But anyways, now in the unranked games, we had... Um, in the unranked games, we had Virginia beating Boston College 43-32. Then we had Toledo beating Northern Illinois 41-24. Texas Tech beating Kansas 16-13. Texas beating Kansas State 69-31.
Nebraska beating Purdue 37-27. Penn State beating Rutgers 23-7. Tulane beating Memphis 35-21. Missouri beating Arkansas 50-48. Troy beating South Alabama 29-0. Akron beating Bowling Green 31-3. Then we had... um, No... Georgia Tech losing to NC State 13 to 23. Uh San Jose State beating Hawaii 35 to 24. Georgia Southern beating FAU 20 to 3. Then there was Colorado beating Arizona 24-13, Kentucky beating South Carolina 41-18. And then I believe the final unranked game of the night was Utah beating Oregon State 30 to 24. But now in the NFL, we do have another um, we have another weekend of games, and these should be some pretty good ones when you're looking at the schedule. Um, a lot of games that should have some playoff implications. Um, but we're going to go to the first one of these games, which is the Saints at the Falcons. Uh, I believe Taysom Hill will be the starter again today against the Falcons, and I could pretty much see this one going the exact same way that it went last time, but I'm actually going to go with the Falcons here in an upset. I think that they've been playing better these past few weeks. Um, They're not going to make the playoffs, but they've been playing better. They've won, I believe, uh, one straight before. They beat the Raiders 43-6 to after taking that 24-9 loss to the Saints. Um, but now they get another shot at the Saints with what I believe is a healthy Julio Jones. Um, and I think that they're going – their offensive explosion last week, I mean, it wasn't the first time we saw the Falcons put up a lot of points. They are capable of putting up around, like, 30, 40 points a game. So, um, I think that they can do that again here today against the Saints, and I think that their defense can step up enough to hold the Saints down to enough points for the Falcons to get the win, and I'm going to take the Falcons here in the upset. The next one is the Browns at the Titans at 1 p.m. Two eight and three teams here that are battling it out. Um, Browns have a three-game winning streak. Um, and then the Titans are coming in off of one, two, two straight wins after a win against the Ravens in overtime and then a 45-26 win over the Colts. I'm going to take the Titans in this one. I just think that they're better all around. Um, I think that Baker Mayfield, I think Tannehill's better than Mayfield right now. I think Henry's better than Chubb. I think that the uh, Titans have a better receiving core. I think the Titans have a better defense. I think the Titans are just the better team all around here, and I think that they're going to get the win in this one. I'm going to take the Titans by probably around six or seven points. I think the Browns can manage to keep it close, but in the end, I think that the Titans here are going to escape with a win. The next one, Bengals at the Dolphins. This one, another 1 p.m. game. Um... This one is not the toughest game in the world. I'm going to take the Dolphins here in this one by about 10 points or something. I think that the Bengals um, might have a shot at not winning even another game. I think they'll win 
another game. Um, well, actually, now that I look at their schedule, it's going to be pretty tough. I think their best shot at winning another game is against either the this Dolphins team or a team like the Cowboys. Um, but I'm going to take the Dolphins here in this one to get themselves a win. And they will move to 8-4, and four, I think, after um, today. But the next game, Jaguars at the Vikings. This one I don't see being that close. I don't really know if the Jaguars have a shot to win another game this season. I think that the Jaguars, if it weren't for that one game against the Colts, they would be they would be looking at an 0 and 16 season because they play the Vikings today, which I don't think they're gonna win. They play the uh, Titans, which I don't think they're gonna win. They play the Ravens, which I don't think they're gonna win. They play the Bears, which I don't really think they're gonna win. And then they play the Colts, which I don't see them winning. So the Jaguars here are looking at basically 1-15 if they can't step it up. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings here in this one, though, getting themselves they win. And I'm really not expecting it to be all that close. But anyways, the next game here is the Lions at the Bears. Um, Lions, they're going to be playing under an interim head coach today after firing Matt Patricia. Um, but they're also going to be playing without their first their number one cornerback they're also going to be playing without Kenny Galladay they're going to be playing without DeAndre Swift um there's just too many injuries for this Lions team for me to pick them so I'm going to take the Bears here in this one to get to six and six keeping basically their playoff hopes alive in this one um I could see it being a close game as well as this one was incredibly close the last time these two teams played um, and I think it could be close again, but I'm going to say that the Bears win this one. There's just too many injuries for the Lions here. I can So Jeff Okuda is out. DeAndre Swift is doubtful. Um, Kenny Galladay is out. There's just too many injuries. I mean, the Bears do have injuries of their own with Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney, their top two wide receivers. But both of those guys do look like they are going to be able to play today. So... I'm going to take the Bears here in this one. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is the starter. Mitch Trubisky usually always plays well against the Lions. I'm going to take the Bears in this one. Um, I just think the Lions, they've just got too many injuries for me to pick them. Matthew Stafford's been dealing with a thumb injury uh, this season. Well, not this season, but like these past few weeks, he's been dealing with a thumb injury that's almost kept him out of some games. And so there's they've just got too many injuries for me to pick them. I'm going to go with the Bears in this one. The Raiders and the Jets is the next one. This one for me is just the Raiders all the way here. In this one, I don't see it being that competitive, even though it's in MetLife. I don't think it's going to change the outcome. Um, even with Josh Jacobs out, I don't think it's going to change the outcome. I'm going to say that the Raiders win this one by at least 14, 17 points. Um, the Raiders' offense can be explosive. Uh, they didn't show it off last week, but I think they will this week against the Jets. The Colts at the Texans in what should be a good AFC South matchup is our next game here today. I'm going to take the Colts, though. I think their defense is just too good to really let the Texans score enough points to outscore the Colts' offense. 
The Colts offense, I don't really think is all that good. Um, they've got Phillip Rivers, who is really just average, and then their backfield is three guys who are really splitting time with Jonathan Taylor, Jordan Wilkins, and then Naeem Hines, who seems to be the lead back at this point. And then the receiving core, they've got T.Y. Hilton, who's underperformed this season and is getting older. Um, then they've had a rookie, Michael Pittman, who's really done well this season. But then, really, aside from those two guys, Zach Pascal maybe, but it's really not enough to make a deep playoff run, in my opinion. Um, but I'm going to take them in this game just because of their defense. Uh, will Fuller will, was suspended. He will not play for the rest of the season, I don't think. Um, well, not for the rest of the season, unless the Texans somehow make the playoffs and make a run in the playoffs, which I don't really see them even making it. So the Texans, I don't think, win this game. I think I'm going to take the Colts in this one. Now the first 4 p.m. game of the day. This one probably the biggest one of the day, playoff implication-wise. And that is the Rams with the Cardinals here. The Rams coming in in, I believe, first place in the NFC West. Um, no, Seattle is first place in the NFC West. So the Rams coming in in second place. So this is basically the battle for, I believe, second place in the a NFC West. Um, but I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Rams here. Um, I think that at home or no, I'm gonna take the Cardinals because they are the home team. I think that this honestly has a chance for the Rams to win it. But I think that at home the Cardinals have been good this season. They're well, they haven't been great, but they've been good enough at home. Their record at home here is three and two. Away though it's three and three, so I think that the Cardinals, um, I think that they've just, I think they got a chance, um, to win this one. It's, I think it's this one's an upset, but I think the Cardinals have a chance because I think Kyler Murray's better than Jared Goff. I think Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds is a better running back duo than Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I think the receiving cores are pretty much even because DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk, a really good receiver, like the best receiver in the NFL, and then a decent receiver, um, they're going up against two good receivers. So it kind of balances out, but I'm going to take the Cardinals here in the upset. They took a loss last week to New England. I don't think they take a loss here today, um, and I'm going to take the Cardinals here in this one. The next one, Giants and Seahawks. This one is not going to be very close. I'm going to take the Seahawks all the way in this one. Colt McCoy is the quarterback for the Giants. Daniel Jones expected to miss time. I think that's going to pretty much do it for the Giants this season. I think Washington is probably going to end up winning that NFC East. Um, and I'm going to take the Seahawks to win this one and stay on top of the NFC West for another week. Another uh, game that should not be that close is the Eagles at the Packers. I'm going to take the Eagles, or not the Eagles, the Packers. I kind of want to pick the Eagles because that would be a big upset, but I don't see it happening. Um, Carson Wentz has played terribly this year. Um, and the receiving core and the rest of the offense really hasn't been a help, and neither has 
the rest of the defense. This has just been a bad season all around for the Eagles. I think it happens for another game, and I'm not. I'm gonna take the Packers here in this one. The next one, this one should be a pretty good game here between the Patriots and the Chargers. Um, but I'm gonna say here that the Patriots win it by. Actually, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Um, they both teams these. Um, I think that the Patriots are worse than their record looks, and I think that the Chargers are better than their record looks. Um, but I'm gonna take the Chargers here. In well, the Chargers are favored. Um, but I think Justin Herbert's gonna get the job done. I think that it's really gonna be. I think it's really gonna come down to the defenses here. Both of these defenses. I think are above average, but in the end here, I'm going to be taking the Chargers. I think that they're just the better team by just a little bit, and I think they are going to get the win. Day, the final game is probably, this one might be the biggest blowout between the Broncos and the Chiefs. 8.20 p.m. Sunday night football. I don't know why this is the Sunday night game, because it's honestly the worst game of the week. I'm going to take the Chiefs here all the way in this one, and I don't think it's that close. I'm actually running out of time here, but I'm running out of time just in time. Um, so that's all that I've got for you today. Make sure you come back tomorrow. I'm going to be picking the two Monday games, and then I will also be reviewing everything that happened um, yesterday or today. Uh, and I also will probably be picking the Cowboys-Ravens game, so I will see you tomorrow for another episode. I'm running out of time, so I have to end this one. Um, but I ended it just on time, so that's good, and I will see you tomorrow for any other episode.